0: Hey guys, it's Jessica. For this episode of the Wine Social Podcast Book Club, we're talking about Children of Blood and Bone by Tomi Ediemi, chapters 8 through 14. As usual, there will be spoilers as well as explicit language and adult themes. Check out the show notes to know exactly what those adult themes are. Don't forget to head over to iTunes after the episode and leave us a five star rating and review. Thank you and enjoy that episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wine Social Podcast Book Club. I'm Jessica. I'm Alex. And today we're talking about Children of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adeyemi. Uh So last week we ended with... Amari getting on Nyla with Zayli and Tuzain to Mm -hmm. go back to their village. And today we are starting
1: with chapter eight. And it starts with Inan, who's uh, the prince. And he's... Really confused as um, he doesn't believe that his sister would be behind um, everything and had stolen the scroll. And he's just very confused.
0: Yeah. Like, he doesn't... He's basically saying that she's super timid and...
1: Easily controlled and she would never do something like that.
0: Right. That basically she's too meek to do something like that. Mm -hmm. Which is huge insult. How rude.
1: Well, can you
0: blame him, though? She was. Not really, though, because from what it looked like, she basically did what her mom told her, not because she thought, you know, that she wanted to let her mom control her, but just because she just didn't care. You know, it was like, okay, well, I guess I have to do this now, whatever. But... To me, this sounds more like a brother that just didn't know his sister at all.
1: (laughs) Mm. Well, and maybe they didn't.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely possible that they didn't know each other very well. So, he starts talking about how uh, his father always told them about how his family was killed by the Magi. And basically, we learn why... Their father hates the Magi so much. hmm But then again, when you hate someone,
1: like, is, he t- is his father telling the truth? Is this really what happened? Or is it exaggerated and a made-up story, maybe?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, we have no idea if Any of this actually
1: happened. Right. But from what we know, um, the, um... The first wife, the older brother, and the firstborn son, um, and his, uh, father all got killed by the Magi. Right. But at the same time, was it one person?
0: Because one person doesn't mean it's all of them. Yeah. So we don't know to the extent of what happened yet. We just know, at least according to the king, his family was killed. Because of the Magi. And it could even be as simple as they were trying to go after magic or they had magic themselves or something like that. Yeah. And they died because of it. And now he's saying it's because of the Magi Mm -hmm. or something similar to that. Uh, So you don't know. And then we also find out that even though the king has told everyone that the gods don't exist and that's why magic disappeared. Is uh, He knows that there are gods, mm-hmm. but he says that he went to war with the gods. And to the point that, not to say, that's the wrong one, Inan yeah. uh, didn't know about this at all. Yeah. And he is super surprised Um, And he says that he knew his father was powerful. But But not to that extent. Right. Like, he didn't realize that his father literally took on the gods. I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't either. But obviously something happened because he says that he took magic away.
1: Yeah, Um, but I wouldn't believe it if my father came over and told me that. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't believe my father going up against gods.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so he he finds out that the king, his father, destroyed magic. And he says, but if magic was gone, why did we still kill the
1: magi? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, that's the first hint of him questioning
1: his father that we see. Yeah. Uh, But he says that it's because those who have tasted magic will want it and keep fighting for it. Which, to be fair, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like, jeez, you're going to
0: kill people? Even though you literally took away their only defense? Mm -hmm. That was the only way that they could have even fought a little bit. So, also, that implies... That it can come back. Yeah. Which, we, as we already know,
1: because of the scroll, it did come back, sort of, at least. At least a little bit. We yeah. don't know to what extent. Right. Since, you know, the only way we found that out was killed. Yeah. Uh, Poor thing. Well, no, because we know that now
0: Xaeli has her powers.
1: Mm, yeah. Well. Sort maybe, of. Maybe. Maybe.
0: We don't know. Um, She definitely felt something, though. Yeah. <laughs> and so he starts being like, okay, wait, do I have to kill my sister? Like, is this what we're saying here? And, of course, his dad makes a freaking exception. You know, no exceptions. Everyone dies that knows about this shit, except for, of course, his own family. So he says, no, I think that your sister was brainwashed by her. Handmaiden, the one that you know, I stabbed through the chest because I forced her to touch a scroll. <laughs>
1: yeah, lovely. Oh. Jeez, we're still a little mad about that. <laughs> Only a little bit, a lot.
0: <laughs> and then that admiral comes in and uh, says that they found a noble that. Says that the maggot, he sold him a rare fish from Eloran. Mm-hmm. And that's where she's from, Xaeli, of course. And they checked the ledger and noticed that Xaeli was the only person uh, from Eloran that came in today. Or that day, mm-hmm. Also, we finally find out her age. I don't think it says at any other time, other than now, how old she is? She's seventeen. You
1: so, know, I imagined her a lot younger. So did I.
0: I was thinking
1: like fourteen. Yeah,
0: like above the thirteen. It's mark just barri- for the magic, like fourteen, maybe fifteen, but definitely yeah. really not seventeen. Like that's way older than I was expecting. Obviously, it's still not old, but I mean, you're eighteen. Did Did you think that you know you were super old when you were
1: seventeen? I think I'm super old now and want to go back to preschool. Does that count?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That sounds pretty great. <laughs>
1: <My> <laughs> nap first... <laughs> time and no job. and I don't remember my first day of preschool. I assume it had nap time in it somewhere. Did mine? No, mine was only half a day, so I didn't have nap time. Oh, lucky. I think you didn't
0: have preschool. I think you went to kindergarten.
1: Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I went to I preschool. skipped out on preschool, guys. How sad. <laughs> Let us know how y'all's preschool was, though.
0: Yeah. Like, go to our Facebook. Facebook.com backslash the line social. You can tell us things there. Like, tell us about your preschool. Or if you went to preschool or kindergarten. I mean, Did tell us. Did you have nap class? Or nap time, not nap
1: class. <laughs> Did you have a class of nap? Oh learn how to gosh. nap.
0: I want a nap class. <laughs>
1: that sounds amazing. I would have loved to have a nap class in high school. <laughs> oh, definitely. We all needed
0: learn how to nap. In high school. No, not even just. Uh, well, you know, some of us do le- need to learn how to nap because <laughs> some of us do it wrong. You ever take that nap and you wake up and it feels like you died. And, like, you're waking up from the dead, and you're just like, blah.
1: Yeah, or you ever, like, go and, you know, it's 2 o'clock, I'm gonna go take a nap. Okay, you wake up, and it's midnight. Yeah. And then you can't go back to bed. And you're like, shit, I have to be up at
0: 3 hours. <laughs> or not 3 hours, it's 3 a.m., but, like, 5 hours, like, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, it's so bad. It's
1: like never mind. I'm yeah. Not going back to bed. <laughs> okay.
0: So, anyways, uh,
1: the book. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you guys came to listen to. <laughs> All right, so. But Inan... she's seventeen. Yes. She and. Is um. Inan says that he'll go to Eloren. Yes. Um, but. It I kind su- of
0: seems like he wants to go because Zaylee's there, not because I was gonna he say, wants the to w- track her down and kill her. I was gonna her.
1: say the way he described her the last time uh, in our last episode, I would assume he wants to go find her, not because of anything other than just he the, likes her. <laughs> her. <laughs> yeah, something killer. about her. Yeah. And
0: this. Last sentence. It's... Uh, it says, when you have what you need, burn that village to the ground. And it's like, fuck. So no matter what, Inanna's being told to burn the entire village to the ground. Because of one person. And... Like, what kind of king does that to his people?
1: Like... His son. Making his son do that? Like... On top of it, yeah. And... You know, I know he doesn't want to do this because he says beforehand that he um, he says he'll kill his men if they find out. But he also says that he lies through his teeth, right? Because he doesn't want to do this, but he, he doesn't also want to kill people. He doesn't want to. He probably doesn't want to hurt anybody. At yeah. least not for the most part, unless it's absolutely necessary. Which but I don't
0: think any, it's ever absolutely necessary.
1: I mean, I don't go around killing people, but you know, some days it feels like I want to. Yeah, but it's never absolutely
0: necessary. Yeah, no. Especially when you're on the position of power. Yeah, like he, they're already starving anyway because you keep. it putting these stupid fucking taxes on them, mm-hmm. now
1: you're going to frickin' burn everything they own, too?
0: Yeah. So that they can't even
1: they don't even rebuild? They don't even have anything, really, to begin with. Might as well make them start over from scratch and rebuild themselves.
0: On top of already not being able to survive? Yeah. Yeah. Like, a good king, good leader, does not do that to his people. It's ridiculous. All right, so that is the end of chapter 8 Whew. Woohoo! happy though. Uh, chapter nine. We're back to Zaley. Yes. And she, in the first sentence is, Eloran is entirely too peaceful. And I kind of get that. Like, when something bad happens and you walk outside and, like.
1: Everything else is, like. Normal and happy. The sun is shining and. Uh, That's like going into your house, everything is wrong in your house, you walk outside, everything's normal. Yeah. And you don't understand why everything is crashing around you, but everything else is fine. Right. Amari mentions that she's never
0: seen a village like this, and she says it's mesmerizing. And Xaeli gets frustrated at this. I'm like, what the fuck? This is my everyday life. Like, fuck you. Like, you're ignorant on so many things. And And then she tells Amari to give her her headdress. And Amari's like, uh, this is the only thing I have for my best friend. (laughs) And so she doesn't want to give it to her because they're sailing to their... House because this is a floating village, which we did not really get that image
1: in no, the previous
0: didn't. chapters. This, though, says that they're basically reed houses on top of the water.
1: Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah.
0: It's almost like dock houses. Yeah. <laughs> which is cool to think of it. Think about. And um, so they're actually on Nyla's back. Uh, floating through the water. Mm -hmm. And, Suzanne tells Amari that Xaeli is just going to put her headdress in her bag. She's not going to toss it in the water. (laughs) And so, Amari gives her the headdress because they don't want people to immediately know who she is. Yeah. Which makes
1: sense because, I mean, it's a princess in an outlying village. Like, Everybody's going to know who she is. Yeah. But Zaylee kind of gets annoyed at everything that's going on right now. What? I mean, I can understand. Yeah, but she doesn't really understand why her brother is being so nice to her. Right. She's,
0: you know... Because according to her, her family, which is true, her family is the reason their mother died. And that is true. Yeah, but... And she thinks that to is just going too easy on her.
1: Yeah, and um, she just, she doesn't like that at all.
0: Yeah, and so they get to Mama Agba's, and where their dad has been while they were selling the fish, mm-hmm. getting into trouble.
1: You know, the usual, normal, everyday <laughs> life of Zayli. Yes.
0: And,
1: um,
0: their father is looking a lot better, uh, the color's back, and blah, blah, blah. And so Tuzan steps in and says that he's going to get their stuff from their house. Yeah. Uh, which, I was wrong, they aren't selling to their house, they're selling to Mama Agba's, but oops. Um, so he takes off and goes to get, I think he leaves with um, their father back to their house. Yeah. And so Zaylee is at, stays at Mama Agba's with Amari, and... Mama Agba is like, wait, why are you leaving? And who is this person with you that I've never seen before? And Zayla tells her the truth. She is the princess. And Mama Agba thinks that she's joking at first and starts yeah. laughing. And then realizes that they're not laughing or even smiling. And is like, wait, what?
1: Yeah. And, um, so, yeah. Then they have, um... um Open the cloak and prove that she really is the princess. Because and her dress is so fine, <laughs> and Mama Agba doesn't even really like. It's almost like she's not shocked. She's completely shocked, but she turns to Zayli and goes, "What have you done?" Yeah, it's
0: like, <laughs> this has to be Zayli. <laughs> And then they tell Mama Agba about the scroll. And Xaeli is like, this can't be true, right? I mean, like, it's a fucking scroll. Yeah. And Mama Agba's like, well, give it here. And then a change comes over Mama Agba.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And she just... It's very weird to see. Like, she feels something, obviously. Yeah, because we can tell that she sees something. And then Xaeli
0: asks her if she's okay, and then she starts uh, crying, and she says, I never thought I would feel the warmth of magic again.
1: Which is so
0: surreal. And we find out that Mama Agba is actually a Magi.
1: Yeah, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, and veiling is completely blown away and it's like, how did you hide all these all this time?
1: Yeah. Like your hair and Even Amari is like, but your hair you don't have but you can't be. Yeah. And Mama Agba's like, Well, I had a vision eleven years ago and I asked a woman to get rid of my white hair, and she used all the she used magic to. Um, it sounds like take she used away. magic to give her cancer. Yeah, it kind of sounds. It it really sounds that way. Yeah. I can't tell if she's saying that that's the
0: name of Maybe. the magic is cancer, or if the person gave her cancer. Which I mean, yeah, she's still alive, but she gave you fucking cancer to lose your hair. That's not how that works. You don't lose your hair because of cancer. You lose your hair because of the treatment of cancer. So that's a little weird. So maybe she just got a hair loss disease? Maybe? I don't know. I I don't don't understand this. Yeah, it was a little odd. I'm not sure what they meant by that. (laughs) I don't know. Hmm. That was just weird. Yes, it really was. And then she starts saying a spell and talking to her god, um, and Amari. And it almost sounds like she's chanting. Well, she is chanting. It's a spell. Yeah. <laughs> it just—it's just
1: interesting.
0: And I can't pronounce the actual words of the other language.
1: Yeah, I'm not even gonna try because I'm gonna butcher it really bad. Yeah, same. Look, like, I'm not be able to. <laughs> And, like pronounce that at
0: all uh but amari acts like that mama agba is gonna hurt her that's how she's acting mm-hmm. and zaley is like no she is doing magic and i have not heard this and now don't we know that um Zelie is 17 that means her her, she was six when her mom was murdered. Yes. Uh, so the last time that she heard this probably was when she was six years old. So the fact that she even recognizes it is amazing.
1: Yeah. And that's, pretty, and that's really interesting. But, like, I don't know. It's just pretty cool that she did recognize it as quick as she did. Yeah. And Amari's still acting like she's going to get hurt and all of this. And asks if it's safe. Uh, And she's pressing against the wall
0: and everything. I mean, she was always told, you know, for her entire life that magic is bad. Magic magic can kill you. They will kill you. And so... Fair point. I can understand why she'd be afraid, even if what she knows is incorrect.
1: Yeah. Even still, if you were raised that way, you're still going to freak out if it happens. Right. Um, and then Mama Agba
0: pulls up a vision, er, like a vision of the future, which is interesting because in every other magic type book that I've read, when uh, someone uh, sees visions, it's only them. They don't conjure like a visual thing that other people can see too, which I thought was an interesting idea. Because a lot of people in the past, like in other books, mm-hmm. even in Greek mythology, if I say I have a vision or I had a vision of something, how am I going to prove that to some the person that... You're just going to have to believe me. Exactly. But this one, they literally see it. Yeah. Uh, which, which is, is cool really cool. Concept. And Amari is like, is that me? And at first, Xaeli is like, huh, of course you would think it's you. And then she looks closer and was like, oh, wait, no. Oh, crap, that is you. And me and Zayn, what the hell? And <laughs> they're climbing up like a rock cliff or something. And Mama Agba, um, and the vision van- and the vision vanishes, tongue twister, vision vanishes, vision vanishes, <laughs> vision vanishes. Vision vanishes. Vision vanishes. Dang. Okay, so the vision vanishes, and Mama Agba tells them that they have to go, that they're going, or that they have to go to this place to do this ancient ritual. Mm-hmm. And Zayla is like, or, um, no, Amari is like, can you do it? And Mama Agba is like, oh, you saw the vision. It ain't me. <laughs> it's not me on the freaking rock face. It's y'all. And Zelie is like, but I can't. I have Baba. And Mama was like, I'll take care of your father. And then Zelie is all, the guards. And then Mama's like, who
1: the hell just taught you how to fight?
0: You don't <laughs> yeah. learn on your own.
1: Yeah, and then she also points out... It's just funny that at the beginning, she's like, well, why are we going to learn to fight if we're not going to use it? Now, all of a sudden, she has to, and she's like, um, any excuse to get out of it? Yeah.
0: And so Mama Aqua tells them that they are traveling to Chendomble. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't think that's how you pronounce it, but I have no clue how you pronounce that. Chantomblé. something or another. Uh, it might actually be that. Chant. It might be like a French pronunciation. Maybe. Because Tommy Eddie Yummy is a lot of African name, like city names and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and a lot of Africa uses French. Ah. Um, so, well, not like all of it, obviously they have their own
1: languages and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of them also use French. So, Chantemblay, maybe? Um, but it is a temple. Yes. And it's said. <laughs> I tried to hold it in. <laughs> so, that's the uh, temple. <laughs> hope we're gonna edit my squeak out oh <laughs> heck no we're not oh how sad <laughs> it's a it's a temple it's it's only rumored to be the home of um sacred s- cent centaur
0: cent- centauros i'm
1: assuming i, meant I almost said centaurs them. why not no
0: they're not centaurs uh, <laughs> are you thing. sure yeah that's the last
1: book alex uh Fine. I'm still <laughs> I'm still stuck on centaurs. I kind of want them running around. <laughs> Sorry. But however you pronounce that, they're the protectors of magic and spiritual orders.
0: So basically, the rulers of the magi, kind of, is what I assume. Like, they're
1: the council of magic. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then at the very end, they hear, help! Probably a lot louder and a lot more frantic than that, though. Probably. Uh, because they say that it's a scream. And they jump on their feet, and they go out,
1: and their village is on fire.
0: I mm. wonder who the fuck is there. I won't,
1: I can only imagine. It's not, you know, jerk face or anything. Fucking Enon. <laughs>
0: And she recognizes the screams. And she says, little Beasy. Uh Her screams cut through the darkness, desperate in their shrieks. My chest heaves as I sprint past Beezy's ahare, which is what they call their homes. Uh, will she even make it out of the blaze alive? So she doesn't stop to help Beezy. She's running to her father and her brother. Which I can kind of understand,
1: at the same time, this is a little child. And she doesn't stop to help. And it pisses me off. I, I, yeah. But at the same time, she lost her mother. She's the only family she has. Yeah. Is not with her.
0: Uh. And then she feels a death happen. Um. And it's her magic telling her that there's a death. Mm hmm. That's just a passing moment that she feels the death. Mm -hmm. She's running to her house. And she gets there, and she can't find her brother or her father. Um, And all of the houses in their section are in flames. And she's screaming for them, and she's about to go in her house, even though it's completely on fire. And she doesn't realize that Amari is actually there with her. Yeah, and Amari grabs her and is like, "You can't go in there. It's, it's coming
1: down. Like, it's on fire."
0: Yeah, like, and she tries to get out of her thing, uh, out of Amari's grasp, and then she's decided basically that her father and her brother are dead, and she grabs Amari back and starts dragging her towards the. Flaming house. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. And Amari is, like, trying her damnedest to get away.
1: Yeah. when Amari keeps telling her, don't, and, you know, and don't do this. But the one thing that stops her is she hears, um... Tazen. Tazen. That's how you pronounce his name. Um, he, uh, she hears Tazen, um say stop and she finally hears his voice but it takes her a second to realize that he's actually alive and calling to her she doesn't catch for a second
0: yeah it's like she's went into a blind rage which is never a good
1: thing no but can you blame her she thought her um brother and her dad were dead yeah but at the same time i guess that doesn't uh, make it okay to throw somebody in a burning house. No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's never okay. <laughs> don't throw people into a burning house, guys. Or burn a house down with them inside it. Well, Get yeah. On. Yeah. Well, don't start the fire and don't throw people into the fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then
0: uh, they all fall into the water, or not all, because the saints in the water on, not Nyla's back. Yeah. But um, she sinks into the water, and then she hears a small whisper in her mind saying to stay in the water and to just basically die so that she doesn't have to fight anymore. And then she starts kicking to the surface because she doesn't have a fucking choice.
1: Yeah. (laughs) She says, no matter how much I crave peace, the gods have other plans.
0: And that is the end of chapter
1: nine. And now we're on to chapter ten. And we're back with the lovely Zayli Again. Because, again, main character. At least, I assume. She, um, her magic is basically telling her that, um, there have been, there were four deaths. Yes. And. At
0: first, I couldn't figure out how she knew there were four deaths. I was like, she's saying there's four deaths, but if they're not on the place, like, they're at a different place, how does she know? But it tells you, like, right after that it's her magic. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but she says that um, she feels guilty for it because of what happened, and that she brought it, uh, she brought the, um, the burning of the village, so all those deaths are on her. So she feels really guilty about all of it.
0: And honestly, it's not her fault.
1: No. It's Inan's fault. For burning the damn thing down.
0: Well, Well, I mean, we don't know it's Inan at this point, but we know it's Inan. He was told to burn the village. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) But he was told to burn it after he was done with it. Yeah. Like, why did they start off burning it? That made no sense. Like, what happens if you just killed the fugitive? What I mean,
0: I'm sure that, oh, well, the fugitive is his sister. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: What if he killed his sister? I didn't even think of that. <laughs> oh, my god! <gosh. laughs> yeah. What an idiot. So, why start off burning the place? You don't know even where. You didn't it. You don't know where she's at. Wow. I didn't even think of that. What an idiot. What an asshole. Right? He's over here complaining that he didn't want to kill his sister. And you don't know where she's at. So, you're just going to burn the place? Jeez. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and anyway,
0: she tries to ease her guilt by saying that they're in a better place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently in their culture, if they suffer too much before they die, then they're stuck on this plane. Uh, their spirits won't rise to the afterlife, is what it says. So that sucks. So oh. if you're murdered, you're not allowed to freaking live a peaceful after after life. No just you just get to stay? roam around.
1: That's so terrible. That's not your fault. <laughs> I hope it's not my fault that I got murdered. Well no, but I'm saying like Yeah, and and the burning of the village wasn't their fault at all. Right.
0: Like it'd be one thing if you were a terrible person and your doom was to roam the earth for all of eternity. Yeah. And but to be murdered, you're already suffering in your life. Yeah. Like, you get terrified when you're murdered. Yeah. And BZ, like, if she didn't make it out, because at this point we don't know uh, who actually is the deaths. Oh, wait, never mind. We do know that BZ is one of the deaths.
1: Yes, we do. <laughs> that was one of the first things. <laughs> Whoops. I was going back and looking So, that it. child
0: probably won't go to heaven or whatever they're place is because she died in a
1: like miserable like that's so fucked alafia alafia what is that called um it the if their spirits have ascended to the peace of alafia death would almost be a gift but i can't pronounce that thing sorry if i butchered that alafia
0: yeah i mean that's what i'm assuming okay so they're talking or they start to tend to their wounds because like i said they're not in the village anymore they actually went over to another inlet yeah and uh their father tells zaley that she needs to go Mm mm-hmm that she needs to do what needs to be done and to not let them take their home again.
1: Yeah. And I mean, at this point, we kind of thought he had given up fighting. Yeah. That he was done, figured that it was over. Basically. So for him to start saying this. Like both Zaylee and Suzanne are completely shocked at this. And, I would be too. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Zayn is like, but no, I can't leave you, is kind of what she's starting to say, but yeah. they, she didn't get it out before he says uh, to take their pet and to go, that mm-hmm. the guards are too close and that they need to go now. And yeah. Zayn is like, come with us. We don't want to leave you. Yeah, And he says, no, I'm just going to slow you down. And their the father is like, look, Mama Agba told me the vision. It is you three. Yeah, we will be okay. And Mama Agba's like, "Dudes, I can. Ha- I have my visions back. We'll be long gone before the guards get here. <laughs> yeah. I can literally see where they're gonna be before <laughs> they know." Yeah. <laughs> so they leave their father. And Amari is with them. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's basically all that happens in this chapter. Yeah. They just leave. Yeah. But it's kind of showing them that their father is back and their father wants them to do this. Yeah. Which is very important because the whole contention between Zaylee and Tazane in the beginning is that Zaylee wasn't there to watch their father. And then all of a sudden their father is like, I don't want you to watch me. I want you to leave and fix this.
1: Yeah. Which. Which is really cool.
0: It's also really. Scary. Important. Because. He's being a father to them again.
1: Yeah. And he
0: hasn't been since the mother died. Right. They were basically the parents in that situation. So that was pretty awesome. And of course, Mama Agba is freaking badass. (laughs) I love her so much.
1: Alright, chapter 11. And we're. It's Inan. Oh, great. Let's see what he's gotta say.
0: He's counting to make himself feel better about killing people. Oh. Fuck you when you're counting. (laughs) I hate you. You see that girl, little girl that is burnt to a crisp? You did that, you asshole. AKA
1: busy. Mm hmm. Poor thing.
0: So sad. The blood of
1: the innocents will not stain my hands. Bullshit!
0: It will stain your whole body. You suck.
1: <laughs> <coughs> I'm glad his sister went and um, went against everything. Seriously. Now, who's the meek one not going against ev- anything? Right? He, he's the one that didn't want to kill these people, and now he's got a whole bunch of people on the ground. And. It may only be four, but that's four too many to be killed. Yes.
0: And so.
1: So much waste and death, this wasn't my plan.
0: What was your plan, though? You were
1: told to burn the village to the ground. Afterwards? Well, no. Even even still still, but, I mean. Like, I don't understand. I don't either. I hate this person. I hate this person so much.
0: <laughs> and the Admiral's like, this is a mess. It's like, yeah, it's a mess. Because really? You're messy. I hate you, too. You're
1: messy. You don't know how to keep this cleaned.
0: He, um, Inan is actually also pissed off at himself for failing because he doesn't have Amari and he doesn't have Xaeli. It's like, okay, but you also killed people. And your dad wanted you to kill people. So, like...
1: Well, yeah, you did part of the job. But who knows, maybe you killed your sister, Zaylee. Who knows what happened? You don't know who all you killed. You just true. know you killed well, a whole bunch people. Well, he
0: knows that. I mean, they're not
1: completely indistinguishable.
0: He knows that one is super young, which is busy. He knows
1: that one's a father because the. <clears throat> the well, yeah, but he knows the people he saw. He doesn't, you know, he may not know who all died.
0: He may that's not true. know
1: that only four people died.
0: That's true, because part of the village did fall off into the water. So. And um, then all of a sudden, he sees a turquoise cloud. And he's asking the Admiral, Kaya. Kea, how do you pronounce that? Kaya? I think that's Kaya. Um, he asked Kaya if she can see it. She can't, and she's like, What the hell are you talking about? And then all of a sudden, the cloud goes into him, and he can smell the sea, and he can see the diviner's face. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: he's like, Wait, this is magic. It clicks. And he's like, Holy shit, wait, this is magic, this is bad. And then he starts to count again. I I guess it's a thing that he was taught to. Calm con- himself down. Calm himself down, and maybe control himself. I don't know. Um, but he thinks that Zayli infected him with magic. <laughs> it's like,
1: uh, what? Yeah, because that's how that works. <laughs> I guess in a way, that's all he knows how that works. Yeah, that's true. And then he throws up. Oh, stress <sighs> must have already gotten to him. Yeah. Which, oh, I'd, for him. I'd be stressed out, too, if four people were lying dead on the ground because of my doing. You know, I'd be a little stressed out, too. Fuck
0: him. He doesn't get to be
1: stressed. Right? all. <sighs>
0: and uh, he tells the Admiral, after he he's done wiping his mouth for throwing up, that Xaeli is not there anymore. That his sister is not there anymore. Yeah, and uh, she's like, "Wait, how do you know?" And he lies because he can't tell her that he's experiencing magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, she probably went in there with a sword
1: right then. So yeah. he tells her that one of the dead guys, or he points to a random dead person. No, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And says that that person had told him before their death. Yes. But it kind of backfires on him.
0: Because then so she wants to question other people because maybe they know.
1: It, he points at a scorched body of a child. Oh, so he points at Busy. Yeah. Like an asshole. Right? Poor thing. Oh my gosh. I feel so
0: bad. And then he hears Busy in his ears.
1: Good. Yeah, I hope Relief. he does that. I hope he does Every for a day, long time. All the time. Asshole!
0: Can I? I've said asshole so many times. <laughs> <laughs> we have an asshole counter. Like, <laughs> the chapter. And so there's a bunch of villagers about, and then he screams silence, and tells them that they're looking for Zayli. And no one says anything. And the Admiral cat is like, You better fucking answer him and draws her sword and puts it to an elderly woman's neck.
1: Yeah. And um that's lovely. Oh
0: I hate this administration. I Ugh. want them all to go in a corner <laughs> and then stay there locked up and starving. I it's almost didn't want to read this. Uh, I was rereading, and I had to skip this chapter. Like, I was refreshing for recording, and I basically skimmed it, because I was like, I can't... Yeah, not read again. This again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not again. Because <laughs> it's very vivid. Yes.
0: The way you told me editing, I mean, is, right, like, it, like I said before, they're such short chapters... There's so much that goes into them, and you don't realize how short the chapters are. Yeah. And, anyways, so... The Admiral basically says, if you don't tell him what you know, then you're all gonna die. And Enon, thankfully, gives her, like, this look that says, fucking stop. Mm Mm-hmm. And she drops the old woman. And there's a girl that comes forward that says... We don't know anything. About her. When we can tell you about the father and the brother, we just we have no idea where they went though.
1: Yeah. And Enon asks what her name is and guess who? It's Yemi. Yeah. She's back. But the last sentence in this
0: chapter because Enon says if you tell me everything you know you'll, you'll be, be safe. safe. And she says, safe-ended a long time ago. And honestly, that tells me that she's not, like, she's saying something to save her villagers, like, her fellow yeah people. But she, she knows that she doesn't know anything about Xaeli, and so she can't really sell Xaeli out. Yeah. Which is why she's speaking up. Mm-hmm. Because she knows that Xaeli is one of her, her group. Yeah. So even if Yummy hates Zaylee, I don't think she hates her enough to... To have her dead. Right. Because that's, like, something that Zaylee would do is say, safe ended a long time ago, because that's speaking out to your prince. Yeah. She said that to the prince. Yeah. Not even to a guard. Which so, is all the more That's better. ballsy.
1: Just a little, a lot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's a lot ballsy. So that was the end of chapter 11. Chapter 12. We're back with the lovely Zaylee. Yep. Because we only got one chapter with
1: other people, and then it's back to Zaley. For two or three. <laughs> it's okay. I like Zaley more than Enon. So at the beginning
0: of this chapter, we find that Zaley has been crying. Uh, because. The guilt, I'm sure. The guilt, having to leave, leave her father. father. The fact that she's having to do this, like, so much stuff. The fear. Yes. And so it sounds like they're getting ready to camp for the night. And her brother falls asleep almost instantly. Go figure. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so she wraps herself in a cloak and snuggles into their pet, Nyla, and... Uh, She starts to pray, and basically is what it says, Mm -hmm. to her god, which is the goddess of life and and death, but she's not really sure what to
1: say, because she hasn't really done this before, because she didn't really get a chance to. She was only six when it disappeared, so she never really got her magic. Right. So she never had to do this
0: looks like that she or I'm kind of reading a little bit here and it kind of looks like at first she was attempting to do a spell like to invoke yeah, to talk to her but instead she said that she wanted to pray instead and asked the goddess to help her which uh, felt so much realer yes to her and then she ends up falling asleep and then she wakes up, and something feels off. Yeah. Why don't you talk about this part?
1: Oh, great. Because I don't want. <laughs> I'm tired of this asshole. <laughs> oh, my. But when she wakes up, something doesn't feel right, as you said um, previously. Something doesn't feel right. But at first, she thinks it's a sanctuary because she had prayed to the, her god before she fell asleep. But she realizes that it's not when she sees Inan. And, um... She, um... But she does know that it's the prince since, um... She says, um... The features he shares with Amari are stark, impossible to miss. He's not just the captain, he's the prince. Right. But, um... They just kind of keep staring at each other for a minute because they're both a little shocked. They're both a little shocked. Um,
0: And then Elon is like, release me from this prison, all dramatic life, because he's an idiot.
1: Yeah, and Zaley is so confused. Like, I didn't do whatever you're... Like, saying I did. Like, I didn't do any of this.
0: And then he says that it's her magic in putting her face in his brain all the time. She's like, wait, what? <laughs> wait. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Like,
1: so what? <laughs> like, she's so confused. It's great. Um... I felt what you did to me and those voices and the attack at once or you'll pay. Like, you didn't want to kill anyone and now you're getting all mad and everything and basically telling her that you will kill her? Like, <laughs> I don't understand you. And then Sally
0: realizes it's him. He has magic.
1: Mm-hmm. She knows that it's him. Yeah. He still thinks it's her. Yeah, he calls her a liar. Because he doesn't want to believe that he has it. Right. But Zaylee starts using that to her advantage and starts teasing him.
0: Well, no, not only that, um, a streak of white goes into his hair.
1: Oh yeah, I missed that part. So it's just a st- one lock, but that's all you bright need, right? White, but that's all you need.
0: Yeah. So, but then Zayla is like, "Wait, what are the gods doing? Like, never has
1: she seen the royal family have a yeah. magi in it. Well, then she um. She starts teasing him and basically trying to antagonize him and make him more angry, yeah knowing that it'll work, but she tells him that um she knows his secret, and that if the print if the king knew that he was a magi, he'd be dead just like the rest of them, family or not uh-huh, and um. So, Inan kind of lunges at her when um, she starts saying this. But as soon as she, he wraps her hand... Oh. He wraps his hands. <sighs> <laughs> but as soon as he wraps his hand around her throat, that's when she um, actually wakes up.
0: Yeah, and then she jumps forward and grabs her staff. And it's ready to fight. But...
1: He's not there. Yeah. Because it was like, all in a dream.
0: Yeah. And then she notes that now that he, she knows his secret, there's no way that he's going to stop until she's dead, mm-hmm. which must be fucking terrifying for her. Just a little. <laughs> a little bit, a lot. But that's the end of chapter 12. And then chapter 13 is in the point of view of Sally again, because of course it is. Um, she wakes up in the morning and she's exhausted because she didn't really sleep the night before because she was being taunted in her
1: sleep by the prince. Lovely. (laughs) I'd be pissed.
0: Right? I need my sleep, (laughs) damn it. Bother me when I'm awake. (laughs) Why are you gonna try to jump me when I'm sleeping? Fuck you. Bother me when I'm awake. (laughs) But she gets pissed off because she sees that Tazane gave his cloak to Amari the night before. And Tazane's like, what the fuck is the big deal? She was cold. I wasn't using it.
1: Give her a cloak.
0: (laughs) Like, I don't see why
1: you're so upset.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, if they weren't brother and sister, I'd say that Zayla was jealous or something. Which, I mean... She's not jealous. She's just pissed off because she thinks that Amari should be
1: shunned, basically. Yeah. And it just... It's just weird.
0: But also, she... I mean, seeing Amari also kind of reminds her of Anon in her dream and him wrapping his hands around
1: her neck. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> he, he, she may still be a little pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's that, that's and that. she was saying, and um she was saying, even if I did want to trust her, I can't her father ordered the raid and her brother burned down the village. What makes you think she's any different? Right.
0: Which honestly it's surprising that Desane didn't question that her brother burned down the village because they couldn't possibly know that. Yeah. Um I mean, Zaylee obviously does because of her powers, and maybe that's... Or not... Zaylee. Did I say
1: Zaylee? Yes. Okay. You said Xaeli. Oh. <laughs> Xaeli
0: obviously knew it because of her powers, but there's no way her brother or even Amari could have known that... Yeah. Enon burnt down the village. So he doesn't even question it, which is a little... Odd, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he just accepts that his sister now has powers...
1: But I mean, still,
0: he grew up with her not having powers.
1: And I'd I mean, be a little concerned. I'd, I'd still be a little creeped out every time it happened.
0: Right? Exactly. Like, it's new. So.
1: But that was weird. Maybe with all the other crazy thing going on. With like, it just everything, didn't go on his radar at all? It just didn't matter. <laughs> everything else is going to hell. Why not?
0: Yeah. And then Amari is there, and she gives the cloak back to Zane, to Zane, and she smiles at him, and Zelie is thoroughly pissed off at this development. <laughs> and then uh, Amari is like, okay, so what are we gonna do about... And then her stomach growls really loudly, so she doesn't have to say about food. <laughs> they know. Yeah. And again, Zelie gets pissed off because Amari nonchalantly says... The only thing I had to eat was a loaf of bread yesterday, and Sally is like, "Wait, she had actual bread? Like, I want, oh my gosh,
1: like I want bread? Yeah, like which I an mean, entire loaf." Totally
0: relate. Right? I always want bread, but, but it's it's. Zaley's, besides the point. Yeah, but Zayla's thing is they rarely ever have enough to eat. Period.
1: Yeah, she said she went through all of the day before not eating at all. Right. And so, um they
0: look to see if they still have money from selling the fish and they realize that it was all lost in the fire or most of it was lost in the fire. hmm
1: And then they realize that, um, they can trade the dress for some food and get new clothes. Yeah. While they're leaving.
0: Right. And Amari at first was like, uh, wait, what? And doesn't want to do it. And then Xaeli makes her feel guilty. by uh, because.
1: The headdress. Yes. You're willing to evade your family. Um, you're, you're willing to evade your father's guards to save the scroll. You won't take off your stupid dress. And yeah. then Xaeli gets all like, Zaley gets pissed. And really guilts her because um, they start talking about Binta. Yeah. And she says, I risk everything because of
0: a scroll, which. Fuck you. Uh, my but father killed my best friend.
1: Fuck you. And Zaylee's like, your best friend or your slave? Which, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You a point there. Yeah. But Tazan tries to, like, Calm the rage before it happens, but Zaylee's on a roll. Yeah, and she's like, huh, "Do your do your friends do um do your clothes and all this other stuff without uh, payment?" I mean, and then Amari's like, "She did get paid." And it's like, okay, yeah, right. Like, if she got paid, it was like
0: slave wages, which is basically barely nothing. Yeah, it's no, she didn't. Not really. She didn't get paid a correct wage. Fuck off. And then, of course, Amari makes the <laughs> mistake of saying, you people. And Zaley
1: goes, you people? The hell are you trying to say? Yeah. I mean, I I, I get that part. Yeah. Like, I'd be a little pissed, too. Yeah.
0: And then Amari basically is like, fucking fine. I'll sell my
1: damn dress. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and Zaylee, again, is being sarcastic and mean about it. Uh-huh. And says, oh, thank you, gracious princess, savior of the magi. And she's being all... She's being mean about it. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I and can't blame her,
0: though. This quote is something I love. If she can't handle being around a diviner... Not enslaved by her father. She's free to return to her little palace. <laughs> I mean, she's got a point. <laughs> Big point. <laughs> um, but this actually, Zayn brings up what I said in the last episode was that when the Magi were killed, she was six years old. So it sounds like they're both 17 because then I just say that Xaeli uh, was... Yeah. Would have been six. And he was like, a child, just like you. And Zelie's response is basically, yeah, but she still had her mother to give a kiss to at night. Yeah. And at this point, Amari is changing her clothes into basically just like... Everyday clothes? Super... No, it's not even clothes. It's like she's wrapping herself in a cloak almost, I think. But... Zayli glances over her shoulder and sees Amari's back, which has this terrible scar on her back.
1: Yeah, she um, she says it's even worse than what Mama Agba has on her body. Yeah, and she can't help herself, and she's just like, "Oh my
0: gosh!" Uh, Well, actually, what she says is, "Oh my gods!" Because this is like (laughs)
1: Jackson. Yeah.
0: (laughs) polytheistic so
1: but still that's men. pretty cool. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Um but she says it and Zane automatically turns around to look. But and Amari of course gets pissed because the boy's looking at her <laughs> naked. But they're both like, what the fuck happened to you? And she's like It doesn't matter. Well she tells them that it was her brother but and Zane's like, wait, your brother did that to you? And she's trying to explain that he didn't mean to. Um, and she's like, it, whatever. Here's my fucking dress. We're not talking about it anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, Zane is like, Zane is. F- to Zane. Oh. You have to pronounce the T. I'm, I'm sorry. I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Me
0: neither.
1: But Zayn basically says sorry, and so does Zaylee. I mean, they both try and like apologize for offending her so bad. They don't exactly know what happened, but yeah, they know but, that it pissed her off.
0: Well, not only that, they obviously hit a nerve of something that in her past. And this is when Zaylee is starting to realize that just because she's the princess doesn't mean that she she's, hasn't had a her, bad life, you know.
1: That just because she's a princess doesn't mean that her, her father life isn't is fucking
0: great. horrible to her as well.
1: Her her life isn't perfect.
0: Right. Which I mean, that still doesn't excuse her not, you know, only helping the Magi when her best friend gets killed yeah. and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, shit, maybe we don't know. About her life about her past yeah and um, so Zaley and Amari go into the town that they're going to trade the stress for mm-hmm and they're walking in and oh it looks like all three of them are walking to the town sorry so all three of them are walking into the town and they're kind of just talking, and, and they're like, wait, you've never been here before? And this is where we learn that she was never allowed outside the castle walls. Yeah. Really. She's barely left the palace.
1: Um, and then Tzane thinks it's a good idea to leave Zayli and Amari by themselves.
0: Together. That. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is going to be fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so they go into the shop. um, Amari and Zaley. And... Or no, they're walking to the shop. And Amari asks if... Or what happened to their mother? And Zaley's like, uh, the fuck? (laughs) Why the fuck you asking this?
1: Yeah. And she's like, she can be bold enough to ask this and can't even ask for food. Like, right?
0: <laughs> I, like, I agree with that. Like, you can't ask for a meal, but you can ask me what the hell happened to my mother. And all she basically says is that her mom was a magi. And that if her mother had magic during the raid, that it would be her father who would be dead. Mm-hmm. And Amari actually apologizes. She says, I'm sorry. I know it won't change
1: anything. And then she says, um, she says the pain of losing your, uh, someone you love. I get it.
0: Yeah. Which I'm guessing she means Binta, which honestly kind of makes me wonder if they were more than just friends.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. (laughs) Because it seems a
0: little bit closer than like a, like, yeah, I'd be, oh, I don't know. I kind of love my best friends. So maybe it isn't, but it kind of. Seems a little little more. Yeah. I mean, it's not explicitly said. Um. And then, because Amari asked Zaley what happened to her mother, she says, well, has your brother always been a killer? And Amari tries to explain that their father made them spar and that um, he was basically forced into doing it. And Zayle is super shocked that their father made them spar with actual swords. Mm-hmm. And, but Zalea still says, Xaeli would never hurt me no matter what. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And Amari is kind of facing this thought of, well, maybe my brother's not a good person. Yeah. Which we already know he's not, because hmm. he just burnt out a fucking village for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, but she does say that he has a good heart. And he's just been led astray. But I mean, how long is it
1: being like? How long is it that he's being led astray? Good hearts Do, don't leave scars like that. They don't burn villages, young. Yeah. True. I Wait, agree. Yeah.
0: Because I mean, how long is it that he's being been led going astray, astray? And then also like, when when is that line where it's him? Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, where is that line?
1: Like, you know? I assume he's an older brother. So yeah. he's gotta be past eighteen or something. He's eighteen, maybe nineteen. So or, he should already it know. Seem like they're twins.
0: It seems like he's an older brother.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I would assume that he already knows right from wrong. At least somewhat. You know, enough to know not to kill people. Right. So,
0: they get to the place that they're trading, and they're like, okay, how much can we get for this dress? And he says, 80 silver pieces. And they try to haggle, and he's like, uh, if you want to haggle, go somewhere else, because I don't haggle. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, fuck, what can we get for that? And he's like, you can get clothing, and you can get a little bit of food, and I think, like, a knife or something. And she says something about a bow, and he's like, "Yeah, you can't fucking afford that. Don't ask."
1: (laughs) Yeah. No. (laughs) And they're like,
0: "Okay." And Amari's like, "Wait, what are we? Don't we need more than this? What are we gonna do?" Mm -hmm. And Zayla's like, "We'll figure it out." Because that's how she's had to live her life. She's had to just figure it out. Yeah. Amari is used to having everything there. Yeah. She's. it makes her nervous to not know what's coming, what, you know, what, where she's getting her next meal, what clothing she's wearing, what anything.
1: Anything, it because it's all been set out for her.
0: Exactly. So, so Amari grabs into Zayli's bag and pulls out her headdress and says, "How much can we get for this?" Mm-hmm. And he's giving them three hundred gold pieces. Yeah, which um wow Uh, and basically says this pays for literally everything in here take what you want but it takes a little bit because um again realizes that there's more to Amari than just the spoiled little princess Mm -hmm. because
1: yeah and I mean
0: because she says that she sees that look in her eye When they had to sell their mother's, uh, what was it that they had to sell? She had to sell
1: her mother's amulet.
0: Okay. Yeah, so she had to sell her mother's amulet to pay taxes. And so she saw the pain in her eyes that they had when they had to sell that amulet. That it was basically one of
1: the things that, you know. No, No choice to do. Yeah. And she even tells Amari that you don't have to do this.
0: Which hurts her when they're being offered 300 gold pieces because she's never seen that amount of money before. Yeah. I mean, she was getting 300 silver pieces for a fish, you know? Like, yeah. And she, 500, she said, was going to set them up. Yeah. That they were basically going to be able to get a new boat. They were going to have some bellies for a while. You know like that was a lot of money to earn. and this is 300
1: gold. Yeah. Which
0: holy crap.
1: Which is a whole lot more. I want 300 gold pieces.
0: <laughs> like actual gold pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Um but Amara's like no I couldn't save Bita but maybe I can help a lot more if I do this. If we do this and yeah, everything. So um and Amari's. So they get it, they give him the headdress, and he says, Take whatever the fuck you want. And so Amari's looking at this sword, mm-hmm. and the seller, the merchant, is like, No, be careful with that. And she's like, It's an- empty hilt there's no oh I, no it's a hilt so it's like the handle yeah of a sword and she's like there's no blade and he says turn it away from yourself and give it a flick and it, like out comes a big sword and he says you uh if you don't know how to use that he starts to say if you don't know how to use it it's gonna hurt you she's like how the hell do you know i don't know how to use it <laughs>
1: Well, um.
0: And Zayla's like, wait, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I would assume she didn't know how to use it because she thought it was just a hilt. Like, if she had known that.
0: Well, yeah. Well, no, no, no. I think what the guide means is if she doesn't know how to use a sword.
1: Oh, well, Yeah, yeah. Not
0: that particular item. But she just didn't realize that there was a hidden sword in it.
1: Which is going to come in handy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As a test, they pass a
0: papaya tree, and Zelie shakes it and has a papaya fall. And then she waits until Amari's in front of her, and then she chunks the papaya at her head. <laughs> and Amari spins around and slices it like... Ninja
1: <laughs> <laughs> and says, If you want to hit me, you'll have to try harder than that, <laughs> which is funny, but I mean, it was kind of expected.
0: Yeah, I mean, but why wouldn't you try that? Well, I mean, I wouldn't, but I also don't have friends that are saying that they're good with a sword. <laughs> yeah. You know?
1: Like, but um, I mean, I'd be I'm obviously
0: out. actually good with a sword. She fucking fruit ninja the shit out of the
1: I wouldn't papaya. be able to no matter how much I practice. Right?
0: I'm not coordinated enough for this. <laughs> I'd get hit in the face if I spun around while it was going towards my head. I'd let it hit me in the back of the head so it wouldn't hit me in the face. papayas sp- are
1: big. I'd stab myself with the sword. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I'd be walking and somehow stab myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the end of chapter 13. And then, because of stupid fate, we end on chapter 14, which is, in the point of view, a stupid <sighs> anon.
1: God, I hate this. Do we book. have to talk about him? I mean, it's in the book, I and know. I'm assuming
0: because they're making it kind of sound like he's in love with Zayli. So I have a, I'm assuming he has a redemption arc. But can we fucking get there
1: already? Right, I so <laughs> I'm tired so of, sick of him. <laughs> he's basically saying, since he's pissed off that she found out, she want he wants to kill her, kill no. all magic.
0: And, but at least he's kind of admitting that it is him, that he does have magic, and he can't deny it anymore, because the dream self that had the white hair Mm -hmm. translated into him having that white
1: hair. But he just, and he also keeps remembering um, what Xaeli, um, it keeps saying, well, said in the dream, I'm sorry. But he keeps replaying what was said in the dream. Yeah. Which. And he begins counting again. Because He's always counting.
0: He is always counting. I mean, sure, but that doesn't resolve you of anything, you
1: know? Then he goes into a what if and starts thinking about everything that could happen. Yes. Which is always great.
0: Well, I mean, when your father hates who you are because of just who you are. Yeah. I mean, obviously his father doesn't know yet, but it's funny because he says, kill the girl, kill magic. Apparently, he thinks that if he kills Xaeli, Magic is dead again.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Which, I mean,
0: technically, actually is true because in the vision, she's the one who brings Magic back
1: for real. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess. I guess. But he doesn't know about the vision. He just is going off of kill her. Yeah. (laughs) Which is funny.
0: Uh, And also, it's kind of funny because it reminds me of Save the Cheerleader, Save the World. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the opposite, obviously, but that's what it sounds like <laughs> <Yeah. to me. laughs> But, uh, so Ke- Kea, the Admiral, asks him again what the villager said, and he says that the villager claimed to be a map, map maker, and that they came to him, uh, looking for a map,
1: and... Or, and saw them charting their path. She basically tries to say that, um, he shouldn't have interrogated anyone without him being there. Without her. And yeah, girl. that's right. Without her being there. Yeah, and then he's like, well, the village should have burnt." It's like, "Will you did it. You did that part. <laughs> <laughs> that was all you're doing. And she even says, if you can't handle this... Yeah,
0: and he's, he explains him vomiting, think, saying that he thought he saw Amari among the dead. Mm-hmm. Which, you should have thought of that beforehand. I mean, obviously, that's not why he was throwing up, but...
1: Still, he should have.
0: able to use that excuse, I mean, that means that it was a
1: probability. Yeah. He should have fucking thought of that beforehand. Even with nobody knowing that she was who she who she is right now. Yeah.
0: And then he again relives busy. Which thank you. I'm so happy that he's having to relive a little girl getting burnt alive.
1: Yeah, like uh, uh, that makes me like if Ugh. someone
0: had to die like that, I'm happy that the person that caused it is having to actually relive it. Yeah. And I'm I'm so happy about that. It makes me because that so very rarely happens where people feel actual like they might feel guilt, but they can't know what that person yeah. felt and how they like literally their emotions, how scared they were.
1: Yeah. They can't know that. And his power makes
0: him... Be able to do that. And that's... I'm so happy. And actually, I don't think it's his power because he doesn't have power of death. I think it's Zaley because he connected with Zaley the way he did. I think that I think her power right. of death is making him relive it because he caused it.
1: I think And it's right. his punishment. That would, be, that would make a lot of sense. And it's so much better. Yeah, I is. really
0: hope that's what she was... That's what Tommy and is going for. Yeah. Because that's how I'm seeing it. And that makes me love it so much more. Because fuck him.
1: Right? And... Ugh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so he's explaining everything uh, to Kea. Because, of course, he doesn't want her to find out that he has magic. And that he's feeling these things. Uh, so he's basically blaming everything on being worried for Amari because mm-hmm. she's never been outside the palace. And blah, 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 Poor dainty little princess. That can fucking ninja fruit. A but papaya. He know- well, he doesn't know because uh, he thinks that she's meek. So. Yeah. Obviously he thinks that she's weak as hell. So. Yeah. He's in for a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, so this chapter, this is basically all that's in the chapter. And he just, again, keeps repeating that he has to kill her. Yeah, and it looks like at the very end that I'll kill this curse, is what he says in it. Yeah. And so it sounds like he still thinks that Xaeli is to blame Yeah. for him feeling this, that she's infected him somehow. So he hasn't really come to terms... With the fact that he is Magi.
1: Well, would you if you were told that they were all bad and killers growing up? Yeah, but, I mean... I mean, technically, he's a killer before he knew about his magic. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's besides the point. He's a killer. And the last few sentences are, I force a deep breath. If I can't, I'm already dead. Yeah, well... I mean, he might as well be. At this point, I hope he does die. Dead hearted. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: All right, so that is end of chapter 14, and that is all we're talking about today. Yep. That was. Oh, my gosh. I hate Enon <laughs> so much. If y'all could not tell.
1: Really? Oh, One of my y'all God. do an asshole count on her. See how many times she said it.
0: Yeah, tell us on our Facebook. Again, facebook.com backslash the line social podcast. You can join us on there. Uh, but yeah, so what do you think about these chapters?
1: Amari is a badass. I didn't expect that from her.
0: Yeah, like they're her at... Because, I mean, in the first episode, we talked about how Xaeli, like, choked the fuck out of her. Yeah. And and Amari doesn't do shit. She could have. and She obviously obviously could have, yeah. So, the fact that she didn't, one, shows that she's actually trying to do better. Yeah. So, that is really great to see, that she's not just... Believing her father anymore Yeah And also like I said In the last episode You know The fact that She started crying When they were saying Goodbye to their father And everything like that mm-hmm. Um It really shows That she understands That maybe her father Was completely wrong Yeah That Magi are literally Just people
1: Yeah So And that, that's pretty cool The mm-hmm. none, on the other hand Ugh I'm so ready for him to be gone. Or so for him ready. to, like, realize that not all these people are bad or whatever she's got planned for him. But I really want it to be now because I'm tired of him.
0: Yeah, I I need it. I need him either to be better, which he killed
1: people. So, like, he has to atone for that somehow. I need him to either be better or be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's all I need. <laughs>
0: uh, I can't wait. I, I have a feeling he's going to have a redemption arc. I have a feeling that he's going to be the love interest. Because it's a young adult novel, so there has there to are be, gonna, a love yeah, be a love interest. Because <laughs> or a nobody would novel. be hooked. Not no, the young adult. You, no, are you kidding? Right. Like, there's no love and trust right now, and I am hooked. Right. Me I love this book <laughs> so far. I-, I really liked that Zaylee is seeing Amari as more of a person rather than just someone as a representation of her father. Which I mean, she kind of is a representation of her father, but Amari is truly trying to do better.
1: Yeah. Which
0: is very rare. Uh, when um, especially with like higher up people, mm-hmm. like people that royalty type, it's yeah, like well, in the book, yeah, in the book, royalty or just people of a quote unquote better stand, standing yeah. in the caste. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used the Indian term, the caste system, uh, but it's so rare that that happens. And so I like seeing that and also giving Amari this super intricate, like she is more than just a two-dimensional princess that they needed to get the story going because they needed somehow for Selene to get the scroll. And so she has more of an intricate backstory, which I love. Yeah, uh, cause because a lot of
1: the times they don't do that in certain books. And right, in some especially books they with just,
0: girl characters. Like, yeah. they're just this two-dimensional ah person that they needed to get the scroll, and then they're gone, or they're just there. But or they're they don't, dead. Yeah, they die, or they're <laughs> there, but they don't actually add anything to the yeah. story. So this is I really I like
1: great. that she does. Yes
0: all right so that is our episode thank you for joining us there's again a lot of heavy topics in this. that's for sure <laughs> but i mean a lot sometimes young adults need to think about this stuff because of stuff going on in our world so i think it's pretty good but she doesn't dumb it down because her audience is younger
1: or so. sugarcoat any of it really. Yeah. So. The graphic stuff, the you know, the strong female characters Which, and ha I love so much. <laughs> so much feminism. So good. I just like that, you know, and a lot of the young adult books have the man as the higher power type of thing where they're the strong character and the woman is the love interest, the fall behind. I like that they switched that. She's the strong character, and he's just the, hey, she's pretty. I like her. Well, I we don't of.
0: really have that. Be- at least,
1: well, Not I yet. know.
0: I guess the Zane is kind of like that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh. Yeah. The Zane has been kind of a two-dimensional character so far. Yeah. He's kind of there as to create contention between uh Zaley and amari to be like the buffer between them yeah
1: i kind of hope he gets some more something in there
0: yeah because
1: he seems cool it's and just he, he was seems... on the
0: mission for a reason but yeah we
1: haven't really seen a reason for that yet i mean he's on the mission just to be there to make sure these chicks don't kill each other maybe
0: maybe <laughs> that's, his, <laughs> that's why he's there okay so that is our episode uh talking
1: about children of blood and bone by toby eddie Yemi. we I, had a we had fun um reading this and talking about it well it's not over yet i uh, know but we had fun with our with the little pieces we were doing yeah thank you for
0: joining us for this episode of the lion social podcast book club i'm jessica
1: i'm alex Follow us on our Facebook page as she's already as Jessica's already said at the um at facebook.com backslash the wine social podcast. We're also on Twitter at wine underscore
0: social underscore pod. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes or Stitcher. Just head over to iTunes. You can search us. It's obviously the Wine Social Podcast Book Club and give us a five star review. Uh, that'll help get people listening because they'll be able to find us. We'll
1: see you guys next week. Bye, guys! Bye!
0: Join us next week for chapters 15 through 19.